0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 110 of the Hardly Millennial podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions, opinions, ladies and gentlemen. It is not just Thomas and I today. We have a guest with us. Her name is Taylor Stevens. Hi. Say hello, Taylor.
1: Hi, everyone. <laughs> and Taylor
0: is a part, uh, like Thomas, is a part of the Cirque de Soleil family and so kindly agreed to come do a podcast with us today. So thank you for coming, Taylor.
1: Thank you for having me. How, how have
0: you been handling this whole quarantine business?
1: Uh, I've been trying to keep it together and stay <laughs> strong and stay positive, but it's been tough.
0: Oh, haven't we all? <laughs> haven't we all? Um, we were we were just talking um, before we uh, started here and you were mentioning or both of you were mentioning that Cirque is actually supposed to be coming back soon or, or possibly well, coming that's, back soon. That's right? the rumor.
2: So, uh, what we're hearing is with Vegas supposedly opening up at the beginning of May, mm-hmm. um, that we're supposed to be, you know, hopefully going back to shows sometime between June, July. Um, everything is just speculation right now, though. They don't actually know anything for certain. Um, I'm sure Taylor's been getting the same emails I have. It's mm-hmm. just updates saying, we still don't really know anything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right.
1: I mean, it is kind of a sigh of relief, you know, here like seeing the emails about... Um, the Vegas shows will be one of the, like the first to reopen, but true. it's just a matter of when, cause everything is still so uncertain right now.
2: That's true. That's something we've heard that, uh, out of all like the touring shows and everything mm-hmm. that, uh, the Vegas shows will be the first ones to open back up and finally start uh, selling tickets again. But right now, Cirque just doesn't have any revenue stream coming in. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, I mean, uh, it's bleak times. Bleak times. Hopefully, people.
1: it'll be much sooner than later.
2: <laughs> yeah, that we're all hoping. Fingers crossed. Um, who, whoever would have thought that we'd get to this point here? That this is
1: our year.
2: <laughs> yeah, 2020. Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: happy 2020. Well, and then there's even talks about the, I mean, I don't know how true this is, but there's been like talks on and off about this going on until like 2021 or it coming back in the fall God. for mm-hmm. another six months or something like Could that. you imagine? And it's just like, I mean, at, at the same time, it's like, cause you have people in Nevada protesting right now mm-hmm. and they're getting pissed off because the Las Vegas mayor or the ne- Nevada's governor, who I don't know the name of either of those people, maybe I should learn <laughs> that, but um, but they're they're pissing the people off because they're not giving any answers right now mm-hmm. as to like when anything's supposed to start opening. So I don't even think they're the ones who are going to who are making the decision to, hey, let's start opening these places on Las Vegas Boulevard. I think the casinos and the hotels and the businesses are making executive decisions themselves and being like, you know what? We're just going to open this day so people can start coming, you know, try to stop us. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on.
2: At that point, they uh, they would start issuing martial law. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what worries
0: me about all of this stuff. Like I, like if you give, like put governments aside, you give anybody, a, put a let's let's use a Walmart manager for example. <laughs> if you fucking give anybody power, like try to take that power away from them. You know, so now you have this situation where the government's been able to tell people, you know, force people even to, you know, not go outside or force people to wear face mask outside and such. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that's a that's an that's an interesting situation we haven't been in before where the government's just like, you can't do any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. Well, you know, the protesters suck, but at the same time, we kind of need them just to kind of remind that, like, hey, we can't fucking do this forever. Yeah. At some point, something's got to give.
1: Yeah, because I think from my understanding of it, too, a lot of the protesters, I want to say, are small business owners. Yeah. That, Because mm-hmm. a lot of the small businesses, you know, can't, I, I, I want to say, can't collect unemployment because mm-hmm. they're, like, self-employed. And I don't know. There's a whole, like, SBA thing. Um, but a lot of these people are, you know, super stressed out because they've got, you know, this small business, they've got families of maybe seven and they have no income, their business is like a month away from shutting down and that's like somebody's entire life's work mm-hmm. gone and then how are they supposed to provide for their family after that? Yeah. So it's, you know, and it's, it's kind of hard because it's like I see, I feel like I see all perspectives, I see all sides to everything, right. yep. but it's still trying to figure out what's the best solution because it is, the whole thing is just wild, it's chaotic, it's bizarre. There's, it's so just unknown. <laughs>
0: oh, no, absolutely. Well, I read I read an article with, um, of somebody who was interview a local article and somebody was interviewing one of these protesters and at City Hall. And the the protester made a good point. They were like, let people who want to go back to work, go back to work and keep the quarantine on the people who are more at risk. Mm -hmm. You know, people who are working with people who are more at risk. Like those are the ones that like you can have them still working. But the problem is you're in the situation now. Where grocery store workers are able to pay their rent and pay their bills and all of those things. And you're telling these other people that they can't do that, you know. And just as you said, not everybody's able to get unemployment. Mm-hmm. And just as Thomas has had issues with, even mm. people who I qualify for unemployment. I still can't get unemployment, a hold of yeah, No, I can't, can't either. You can't even get through.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah no then, one can get through. My mom asked me today. <clears> she's like, well, are you still trying? I was like, I try every day. Yep. I wake up at 730 in the morning. Yeah. You do the yep. same? To, you do the exact same thing. Everyone's doing the same thing. We're all calling right when they open, and of course, all the phone lines are busy because they don't have enough people. And then you can't send in your application online for some reason, and they keeps telling you keep calling. Yeah. yeah. And it only gives you two <clears throat> ways of contacting them, and mm-hmm. both both numbers you call every time you call busy signal. Mm-hmm. And I oh. call until they tell me you can't call anymore. Yeah,
1: exactly. And mm-hmm. the you can't call anymore because their phone queues are full for the day. It's yeah. like. It's like ten 10 in, in the morning. morning. The it's like by like ten or eleven in the morning, and it's like yeah. okay, well, that's great. So um, I guess tomorrow I got to wake up at seven thirty again. I'm not the yeah.
0: only one. Oh no. <laughs> no, but this article awful. this article said it's like twelve million people right now yeah. trying to like Jeez. collect unemployment. Maybe not that high. Maybe that's a really high number, but I do know it was in the millions somewhere. So yeah. this
1: just reminded me of something I heard on the news like a week ago too, with regarding unemployment for a different state. So Georgia last week opened up their state for just back to, like, normalcy, I guess. Like, they Mm -hmm. opened up all non-essential businesses again. Wait, what state is this? Georgia. Okay. And I've heard that, like, on the news, um, it was the governor's decision and a lot of the mayor's and just even like the people of Georgia are like really not happy about it because I, the, oh, the guy. I be either. <laughs> well, like the guy in the radio was like, you know, who who's gonna want to go get a mani-pedi right now? Who's gonna want to yeah. go get a massage right now? We have, and I guess Georgia. I don't really know the statistics, but from what I heard, I guess Georgia is not one of the best states right now, as far as like Corona cases go. And um, they were saying there's a theory, I guess, that the reason the governor just decided to open it up anyways was because, um, for unemployment so that people can go back to work and get off of unemployment because their state is not financially (laughs) able to like provide any more unemployment, I guess. (laughs)
2: Here's the way I see it. I'm like either, either let us all go back and then let the death rate climb really high really quick, (laughs) but it will also drop really quick and then it will level out Mm -hmm. and then it will be done. We'll just have a lot of deaths. Alright, so we either go that route, I like to call it the Thanos route, Um, or, you know, we just, uh, we all stay indoors, and then just flatten the curve, and more people will die die over a longer period of time, but less people will die. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) honestly, I'm almost for just letting us climb the Thanos peak, and then, you know, let it, you know, because then it'll be done, and over with, and, you know... (sighs) I'm I'm just the I'm the asshole that's like the you know the, well, the Earth, the Earth's population's already
0: so high, right? I mean, guys? <laughs> don't get me wrong, I get that way of thinking, but at, but at the same time, like. If you if you do spread it over a period of time, mm. you may end up actually killing less people in the long run because then you have more of the time and everything to get like a, a vaccine yeah. created and such. No, and it's true, but,
2: but that, that that's the route we're going. But I'm saying if we're gonna do that, let's all just stay inside. Right. We can't have like the Georgia governor going, "Well, I'm gonna go outside then," because it defeats it. I'm like, let's go one route or the other. Mm. So well, like I'd, by him doing that, it just defeats us all staying indoors.
0: Well, I I don't think there's an issue like I. I think the way to do things right now is to just gradually let everything open again yeah. I, I think that is honestly the the best decision to make right now but the problem is is everybody's fighting over just what you said it's every, there's this fight of like okay well it either has to be this or this mm-hmm. and it's like because well, well, no. i know
1: there's also like implementations happening with some states are better off than other states and so mm-hmm. they you know, if your state is better off, there's a three step process to reopening your state again for all non-essential businesses and stuff. And just to kind of go back to a normal life, which is fine. Um But well, we have but to I start guess, that
0: process. Though, right. You know? But I mean,
1: I guess like, you it's know, in like, the case of Georgia, they weren't. He went through those like three step processes way too fast. Like he yeah, they weren't. Yeah
0: doing it properly and that's the problem it's it's there has to be middle ground here and I don't know mm. why we're always so obsessed with black or white it's mm. it's there's there's always gray there is always a gray area we just always refuse to follow it yeah well, I, I think mean, if you just like I said you gradually get people like okay we're doing this now okay we're going to open the movie theaters now but only for this amount of time and now we're going to bring these <laughs> people back for, for only this amount of time yeah. when everyone and keeps bringing up how there. like
2: China like could have Close their uh, borders sooner Than it would have like Stopped the spread by this much And I'm like And as I told you the other day I said hindsight's 20 I know 20. I'm being so tired like, <laughs> of Like it
0: reminds me of that It d- is what it is Have you guys ever seen That South Park episode With the superhero That's like
2: Captain Hindsight Captain Hindsight
0: <laughs> and He always just comes to the, After the The, the disaster been committed, yeah. And been like Well if we had more guards Over here Then these people Could have helped us over here And then he flies away And everybody's like Thank you Captain Hindsight They're like, like, our job here is done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, that's what kills me. There was a uh, somebody, I think it was Bill Maher, had like Dan Crenshaw. He's a senator, but I can't remember where he's the senator, what he's the senator of. But he's the guy with the the eye patch in Congress. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's they been were
2: everywhere lately. Yeah.
0: Well, and yeah. they were asking him questions and everything about this. And Dan Crenshaw made a good point where he, just that he was just like, like, look, no nobody knew what the hell to do. <laughs> when this yeah. Happened. Everyone keeps yeah. talking like, well, it's we like should have done knew. this. It's
2: like, yeah, no one knew. This has never happened before. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. And then a part of me also is going like. How much of it is, you know, propaganda, you know, how much of it is trying to instill fear for whatever reason? I don't know. But because like like I told you the other day, I don't I'm not hearing from friends and stuff there. I don't hear from anyone that I know saying, hey, I had this family member get sick and like die from coronavirus. Like they keep saying, like all these millions of people are dying I know a lot of people and I know nobody (laughs) that knows anyone or related to anyone Mm -hmm. who has gone sick and died from this. Mm -hmm. Nobody. I hear of people like getting sick and then getting over it. But I, I, uh, so when I hear like this death rate and stuff, I'm like the way that the media is talking, I should be hearing from people left and right. Hey, I had this family member. I knew this friend, Mm -hmm. like someone that knew somebody. But yeah. I don't hear anything.
1: No, I think the media definitely makes it sound worse than it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's still the people who have suffered and who have lost loved ones. It's still awful.
2: Yeah, but absolutely. I'm like, not downplaying that at all. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. But I
1: feel like it's definitely being made out, made out to be worse than it actually is. Yeah. Because I, I, I agree. Like, there's.
2: I'm just, I'm not, I'm not seeing it with my own eyes. I'm not hearing it with my own ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hear it like on the a, news and then I would go out into the world
0: and. <laughs> I well, feel like
1: there's more attention and focus on like the death toll versus like people who have gotten it and have been cured.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the the issue I have there, there's a couple of issues I have with all of this that that just scream fishy for me. One, I think a big a big problem is we're all this generation, whether you're a boomer or an ex, a a zero or a millennial, like. Every like We're all still trying to figure out technology and the internet and everything. This is the first time in in history where we've had so much information just thrown at us from different directions. And I cannot tell you how many articles I have read. And everybody says, experts say, this is going to last till 2022. (laughs) Then the next one goes, experts say, (laughs) the, the worst is behind us. Then another one says... Experts say this is going to kill us tomorrow. You're all dead anyway. Don't worry about. So it. So always an expert, yeah. but but yeah, yeah. who said it? There's
2: no experts in this. Yeah, there are no experts, right. and
0: everybody can argue till their heart's content of like, well, this guy knows and this guy knows. Yeah, well, according to all these articles, all the experts are disagreeing with each other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, somebody has to be wrong here. Somebody right. has yeah. to be right.
1: Well, and that's and that's the scariest part is the uncertainty factor. And like, that's people fear the unknown.
0: Mm-hmm. And when
1: you have something like this, that's just global and completely unknown and uncertain for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you have experts everywhere <laughs> <laughs> that claim, different things. And it's like, I, and that's the same. I mean, I keep hearing and like based on either articles or listening on the news, I hear Mm -hmm. so many different things on the same topic and I'm like, I don't know what to believe anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue Mm -hmm. I have. So it kills me anytime I go onto Facebook and I see this long thread of comments from people like arguing with each other and they're all like posting this article and this article and this article and this Mm -hmm. article. And I go, guys, if you guys just take a step back and look at your conversation thus far, (laughs) I mean that should answer the question, like just definitively that nobody fucking knows. Mm-hmm. So stop trying to argue like you do. And what kills me is the people that are arguing with each other. They're there. It's all an argument of like, my sources are better than your sources oh, yeah. because none of these people arguing are in the medical field. It's not like you're having a doctor argue with a doctor. Mm. You're having, you know, this real estate agent argue with a fast food worker, <laughs> you know, about about who's better at at researching than the other person. Yeah. So it's like it's just what what are you arguing against anymore? And that and that's the thing with this Corona. Like I said, why it's throwing everybody for a loop because we have that happening so much. And when so much shit hits the fan like mm-hmm. that, it's always better to take out your umbrella rather than risk shit hitting you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what everybody's doing right there. I was like, all right, you know what? Let's just play it safe. Since everybody's throwing shit at each other, let's just play it safe and just shut the world down. Let's just <laughs> but, do uh, that for a couple months.
2: Yeah, but uh, people are getting antsy. People are, Mm -hmm. people are wanting out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They've got ants in their pants.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're seeing, like, yeah, um, like Taylor said, the protests and people are getting fed up and sick of it. What? I was just. You peaked. Y- you, were, you, just, you were sorry. I just touched. On, for those listening, I just moved Thomas's <laughs> mic a little away from him
0: because he peaked on my audio thing. Because I have to play like five fucking roles. Totally threw me off. <laughs> totally just threw my world. <sighs>
2: <sighs>
0: oh man, where was I?
2: Oh so, yeah, protest and stuff. Yeah, people are protesting <laughs> and losing their damn minds now. Like mm-hmm. people are just getting antsy and wanting out of the house. I know I go to the grocery store as often as possible (laughs) just so I can go somewhere.
0: Yeah it just yeah i mean and that's and that's just it too like i said r- regardless whether you think the people protesting are like dumb or not for protesting mm-hmm. like it's a sign that people are just like we're we're fucking like we need to do something i yeah.
1: was i was at a point speaking of just like being antsy yeah i had to order new sweatpants on amazon because i went through all of mine <laughs> and i just didn't really i mean i could have done laundry but i was right. like i don't need to do laundry oh, yet. My God, I've been and i like the was running issue. out of sweatpants <laughs> and like Corona clothes.
0: <laughs> oh my word. More corona, corona clothes.
1: clothes. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: what it is. That's exactly what it is. I think
2: Taylor just cl- uh, coined that
0: <laughs> Corona clothes. Hashtag. Hashtag. Corona clothes. I mean, I just, I just basically live in gym shorts and a t-shirt yeah. now. You know, yeah. and, and like I've seen, you know, and I've said before on this podcast, I go, it's, I just moved here to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then like, right when I moved here, it's like everything closed. Oh, Cause shit, like I said, if fan. I was still in Arizona, I'd pro- I'd probably still be going to, you know, visit friends and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, for friends I'm, I know don't have it or are at risk of having it, you know, <laughs> before people fucking attack me for saying that. But you know, and then I, like I moved here and it's like, like, well. Got Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds me, Taylor. Did you get uh, your blood tested
2: at the door? Uh, Trevor should have tested your blood. <laughs> no, at the door. I think your
1: uh, security guard person, Trevor, he failed, and you should fire him because he oh, didn't blood oh, test sh-
0: me. I think Trevor <laughs> died. Trevor. of coronavirus. And honestly,
1: I've yeah. actually been trying to Shit. find out what That's my right. blood type is. So if he would have blood tested me, that would have been great, so I could find out my blood type. <laughs> Do you really not know what your blood type is? No, I've always been Here so curious, are. and I just never. It's been something I've been trying to find out for several years now. And I just, I called, I called my birth <laughs> hospital the other day. Cause I was that bored. I found my birth certificate, found my birth
0: hospital. Like, do, you, do you just have this in your system? Well, like, Cause I was
1: like, Oh, like my medical records, I was born there. They, I'm surely they'll have my birth, my blood type, but no, right. they don't. No, they don't really? take your blood as a baby. Yeah. I you just figured they might've had it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I only found out because once in my life I gave blood. Mm. And then the only reason I never gave blood again was because my experience was going in there and sitting down with them for like three hours because they do that the first time mm-hmm. you do. You have to sit down and they, they ask you every fucking question that you could ever think of. Do you have any tattoos? Have you ever had a dick in your ass? Have you ever like anything <laughs> you can fucking think of? They phrase it, it you ever- like that,
2: too. Just like that? have you ever had a dick in your ass? I mean, I'd like to think that they said it very intellectually. <laughs>
0: Have you ever had a dick in your ass, good sir? I was, I was seriously, I was seriously asked all these questions, and then, then they took my blood. And then, like, at the, at the time I was smoking cigarettes, so then I finished, and of course, after, like, four hours, I, all I wanted was some fucking nicotine, but I didn't know you couldn't have nicotine, like, you couldn't smoke after giving blood because, you know, you're lightheaded and shit. I guess that shouldn't have been common sense, but that's not the way my, my life worked back then. So I sat down and I had a cigarette, and then I, and then I literally woke up on the bench that I was having a cigarette because I passed out. Oh my gosh! And just like went to sleep, and then I woke up and like missed my class. Anyways, that's all. That's all extra information <laughs> about this story. But the point is, I got my blood taken, and I found my blood type is AB positive. Nice, Whoa. nice, great, bro.
2: That was an awesome story. Yeah, I was all I, about that. I don't
1: know. I've th- like I've been dying to know, and I've called. Because I've had my blood taken before, not for like donations or anything, but I've had it taken before just for like certain medical procedures that I was like, I was like mm-hmm. really sick one time and they had to like test my blood for something. I don't know. And um, I just, I'd never actually knew what my blood type was. Both of my <coughs> parents, I found out are A negative. So there's like a 90%. Three percent chance that I'm probably a something. I don't know if I don't know if it, I, I know if it you cancels be out. A something you know?
0: I'm like I'm like <laughs> trying to dig into my like high school chemistry <laughs> knowledge because I do remember learning mm-hmm. about how the blood types work but and I'm how saying, you get yours. But yeah,
1: I'm wondering if both of my parents are the same blood type. I feel like I'm not going to be the same as them. I feel like it would cancel out, and I might be like one of the universal. Well,
0: the the thing is, everybody has the don- I. I, I'm probably totally botching this. Like I said, I'm trying to pull memory for my junior year in high school here, which was like 12 years ago for me. Fuck. 12 fucking years. Anyways. Yeah, you're old. Fuck, no kidding. I, I don't, hold on.
1: Hold Wait, on. no, you're the younger brother. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Anyone believe that? I'm 22. Um, but anyways, so I think there's like, do, like a dominant and recessive thing mm. type of deal going on. So, if both your parents have this like gene for this recessive blood type, then you would be that recessive blood type. Okay. I think that's how it works. I probably totally, I feel like I I have to look this up after this podcast and then the next (laughs) podcast be like, so remember last time I pretended I was like a blood type uh, expert?
2: I have never wondered or really even been curious about what my blood type is. And now now. you guys are talking about it and I'm like, what the fuck's my blood type? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, see, and like it just just
1: brings in like, I remember I was talking with a friend the other day and apparently your blood type can tell a lot about you too. And like, even like your like nutrition and say, your dietary. Yeah. That deal
0: with all yeah. of that. And
1: there's a lot that can go into it. And I'm just, I'm
0: just super curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's well, plus it's always interesting to see if you are one of the rare blood types. I think there's mm-hmm. only like two blood types Mom that is. are super rare. She so is actually, I,
2: there's a chance I could be actually. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A positive
0: that's what I am. Not A B. Because mom I think is A B negative. Yeah, that's mom's the, something that's rare. The that's the rare one. They
2: call her all the time to donate. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right.
1: Cause I think the universal ones are it's like O.
0: O is the one but, that's like works for everyone.
1: But there's there's one there's one that's like a universal can give, I think I think that can receive all, but then there's one that can't that can give to all but can't receive all. I think that's O. But like isn't it like O negative, O positive?
0: I don't think the negative just... or positive matters. But I think O is the one where like they can give to everybody, but I think only O's can give to them. Yeah. But the plus to that is there's so many O's.
1: Oh. So like, they, so there's always somebody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there's always somebody to donate to them. Oh, we're probably, I'm going to really look this stuff up afterwards <laughs> and then just see how much of this we just got completely and utterly fucking wrong yeah, we'll, <laughs> probably. we'll put it in the description <laughs> yeah, <I'd be> like, <laughs> Just clear. we'll have like five fucking asterisks yeah. of like here's this fact that was yeah. wrong this you need to put that that
1: like wrong. not an expert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in like asterisks just, yeah. just That's right.
0: what, that is literally why we have the thing at the beginning the little mantra of we're young dumb and full of opinions because if anybody ever ever gives a shit about it i could always be like please refer back to the fucking sentence we say at the beginning of every fucking podcast we are young we are dumb and we are dumb, and we're full of opinions very full of opinions so it's like anytime somebody tries to sue us because that happens all the time then we just say fuck constantly because were huge. <laughs> okay. So
1: I was about to start a story earlier and we decided to wait about my dream. Oh, a yes. dream. Talk about your dream. Yes. yes. I love talking okay, about dreams. so it's great. Because it's like just like eating away at me. Yes. It's like stuck in my head. Um, okay. So you know when you have a dream and like you see people in your dreams and it's never somebody you don't know or you haven't seen before. Whether it's a stranger right. you saw for like two seconds at a grocery store or like somebody like an extra you've seen in a movie. Like you've seen... Yeah, you can't create
0: faces. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, there in my dream last night, there was somebody, and I swear he's the love of my life. (laughs) Like I think I might have found the one, but I don't know where I've seen his face before, and it's it's eating away at me.
0: I've I had a dream like that once, only one, only one, and it was uh it was had been a couple years ago now, but it was so weird. Like I was, it's gonna sound super weird me tell you this, but. Like I was, wherever I was, it was surrounded by like plants. Like, so there's like vines, like the whole everything. Mm -hmm. And there was like this giant, just like round pool of water. And I was just swimming in this pool of water (laughs) with this girl. Like same thing, like, you know, didn't recognize her, Mm -hmm. but I know how dreams work. So I know Mm -hmm. I had had to have seen her someplace and same thing. I woke Mm -hmm. up like, oh my God, I'm in love with that woman. I don't know who the (laughs) fuck she is. I don't know if this is like a premonition of like who I'm going to meet later, but, but that was her. There she (laughs) was. Well, it's like, I
1: woke up and I was like, but there was something so familiar about this person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know this person. I feel like I've had, it's not somebody that I just saw randomly. Like, I feel like I know them, but like, because I woke up and it's a dream, it's starting to become fuzzy in my right. head, but I'm like, there's still something so familiar about the features that I remember.
0: Uh, dreams are weird. Yeah. Dreams yeah. are fucking weird. And
1: I woke up just like, where is he?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of dreams, there's been something, uh, and you guys will have to tell me that this has happened to you. So I don't know if you guys have seen this, uh, tick trend that's gone on where people are like. Has anybody noticed that since quarantine all of their dreams have been super vivid? Have you guys had anything like that? I've had's been super vivid. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, have? I've had right. super vivid so, dreams.
2: Yeah, I've been having some weird ones lately.
0: See, I Yeah. I haven't had any of the like super vivid dreams, but one thing that's happened to me weirdly is random people from my past who I haven't thought about in mm. years, neither good or bad, just people that I knew, have like popped up like more and more and more in mm. my dreams, just randomly. Remember I told you about the yeah, one yesterday yeah. where I just like punched an old friend of mine from wrestling. That's <laughs> yeah. All the dream was he popped had no issues with them, but he just popped up in the dream and mm. him and I got into a fight. Mm-hmm. I had an I had another one where it was just, uh, I didn't even have any interacting action with the person. Mm-hmm. It was just, they were there, but these were dreams that I woke up afterwards and was like, I hadn't thought about that person in like over a decade mm-hmm. you know and now all of a sudden that's just happened to me so many times since being in quarantine i've also to Vegas, i guess
1: i've also been having um, like super vivid dreams but then also i think it's lucid dreams where you kind of like feel
0: where you know you're dreaming because that's what lucid dreaming is. okay wait maybe not
1: I so just super I don't vivid
0: know. super detailed
1: yeah like i don't know i wake up like cuz i've had i've had a several like really wrenching dreams mm-hmm. but i like woke up like actually still feeling those emotions that i felt in my dream like i was like uh, super like, like a,
0: intense dreams like emotionally i guess yeah like
1: i dreams. was like i woke up like crying cuz i was like going through something like super crazy in one of my dreams it was like super uh-huh. massive heartbreak and i like woke up like crying and just like super like upset and like oh my god like and but everything was so like still vivid like i remember every detail of that dream like even now
0: the, those dreams are always the dreams that enact an emotion like that while you're sleeping mm-hmm. always cr- are always just wild to me have 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 either of you ever had a dream that evoked an emotion like that but you, but and you remembered the dream but you can't understand why the dream evoked that emotion does that make sense yeah i think so because I had I had a dream once Not that
2: I can remember. I mean,
0: no, <laughs> I I had a, a weird dream once where it's funny these these vivid dreams. I'm always in a place surrounded by plants, like vines on the wall, walls that like go like infinitely up, but there's still like a sky, right? Mm-hmm. And this was like over a year ago, so it's it's a little fuzzy, but I do remember in the dream I was with two people. It was an older woman and another woman that was like older than me, but younger than the other one. Right. Mm-hmm. So and as we're walking through this weird jungle, vine filled, deserted temple thing, we <laughs> what? like, I, I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's like, but I just remember everything just covered in green vines, plants, what so have you. So a
2: temple covered in, in,
0: like it reminds me of like ruin, like old pictures of like ruins where like plants are like I'm picturing over Temple them. Run. Right now. I was just about to say that too.
2: <laughs> That's that that all I can picture. A, it was a like this little game app uh-huh. where it's just a guy who like ran forward and you had to jump or slide or move oh, oh, to oh. avoid stuff. Temple <laughs> Run. But uh, okay, maybe it was Temple Run. <laughs> That's then. just what I'm picturing. But right but, like, but like it was like
0: ruins, like ruins that are covered in greenery you know yeah and but anyways but we came across this point where there was like an opening and in this opening you walked in and it was a deserted house like a deserted suburban house you know and it didn't look like it had been ransacked or anything it just looked like like the lights were off like nobody had lived in there for a while and i went in there with the two women and mind you i'm not saying anything we're not saying anything to each other with these two women or what So at. you're in a room with two women. I'm in a house. In a house with two women. That I entered in through this the temple. Uh, the temple thing. Okay, the so you is.
2: entered in through a temple, which became a house, which you are now
0: in with two women. Yes. Sounds like an Wait, interesting. Wait, do we know these two women? <laughs> what?
1: Do we know these two women? <laughs> no, they're just don't, like I don't random women. <laughs> but I
0: do know that one is just <laughs> like hmm. super, like super old. Are they like, aliens? Like no, they're not aliens. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. So. So there's so like I said one of them was the super old woman and then one of them was like a middle-aged woman. And we went into there and it looked like it looked like there was a birthday party happening. Like somebody just deserted a birthday party real quick from the suburban home. Are you right? now in a
2: backyard or are you still in the house? I'm in the house. Okay, you're still in the house. Yeah.
0: So I'm in there and then we and then me and the I go to leave and I leave and I'm with the old woman. But the middle-aged woman is no longer with me, and I look back into the suburban home, and I don't see her behind me. And I don't. And all that was going through my head at the time was I just knew that that woman was not going to be following us anymore, and that she was staying there. And for whatever reason, that made me super upset. And I literally w- woke up at that point, and I just, I just had tears. <laughs> Just falling down my face. That's interesting. And it, yeah. And like I said, it was one of those weird dreams where it evoked emotion like that to me. And I have zero clue hmm. why that dream happened. I don't know why it made me feel that way. It was like my brain was like, we're going to give you a fucking metaphor tonight, bro. <laughs> uh, s-
2: speaking of that weird stuff, uh, Taylor, have you checked out at all, uh, the Midnight Gospel it's by the same people who made adventure time it just came out on netflix
1: no actually bryson was just telling me about that and i have not seen it yet let me
2: explain what this is for a sec um for those who may not know and for taylor who probably doesn't know (laughs) it is uh basically just a podcast who's what's the creator's name uh duncan trussell duncan trussell and it's just
0: him doing a podcast creator but he's the podcaster for sure yeah well he's the creator of the show
2: i know that he wrote it he Like that's his thing. Oh, okay. Um, He knows. (laughs) I I, I knew that much. I just couldn't remember his name. Anyway, the creator of the show. He's also um, one of the creators of Adventure Time. But he made this show, and it's basically he does podcasts with people, and they're talking about like things like spirituality, you know, uh, psychedelic stuff, you know, much along that line. um, They do uh, talk about you know religion and uh, you know that whole story uh anyway he does these podcasts and then he does a cartoon revolving around the podcast but the the cartoon is very graphic it's it's just there to look at while you listen mm-hmm. it's really about the words it's about what they're saying mm-hmm. you know i at one point I just closed my eyes and I just listened to them because it's just a podcast yeah. mm-hmm. but it's just they animated a cartoon around it That's pretty um, cool. but oh my gosh the the conversations they have on there just I would check it out. I would, I would smoke some weed. The last
0: fuck you up. I would smoke some
2: <laughs> weed and then I would check it out. Yeah.
0: It's it's wild. I'm honestly like, I honestly don't understand why more people are not talking about that show. I feel like they I thought that be. was a show like it, that was going to like blow up this second mm. It came out or you something. You have,
2: because a lot of people can't get past the visual. You have to, because it's all about what they're talking about. Yeah. And then a lot of people just can't because the visuals are graphic and stuff. And, you know, you have to understand like really what they're meaning with their visuals and stuff. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can't get past that. Mm -hmm. That's why like, I I could definitely see someone who doesn't, um, who would, who doesn't even know what Duncan Trussell is, who he is or Uh what he usually talks about or listen to his podcasts, um, would know what, you know, the criteria really is or what he's trying to get across. But man, uh, if you can get past like just the visuals and stuff and like the, the animation around it and just listen to what they're saying, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah.
1: No, I definitely have to check it out. Yeah. There's um I really I really enjoy like Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. And there is a new series that's coming out called Chaos, I think, mm-hmm. on Netflix. Like they just, like they just talked about it and it's like Greek and Roman mythology, Interesting, I guess. But I mean, I, it's so new apparently. Like there's not even a trailer series. It's supposed to be a, a TV show, like a series, but not like oh, documentary okay. though. Oh, okay. okay. I, at least I don't think so. I mean, like I said, I tried to find trailers and stuff and like, I can't even find that yet. It's just chaos. 2020.
0: Ah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's coming up this year. It was, or maybe, it's, maybe it's yet.
1: chaos. I don't know. They spell it like K A O S.
0: I don't know. I feel like that's a. I feel like. I feel that's like it's a, god, a play on it? something.
2: I feel like it, you'd still pronounce it chaos. Yeah. But wasn't I feel it, like it's a play on a god. I, I was like going to say, was there a god like that, or a Greek? I feel like that's how you spell the god's name, Chaos.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Because in Greek, wouldn't it be like chaos? That's Might, what I thought. Yeah.
0: Been. I had to write a paper once for a for an English class. I had to read this entire book about Greek mythology. I like have not retained any of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh yeah. Think about
2: all that stuff you used to study in like high school and junior high, all that history and Greek mythology Mm -hmm. and stuff. How, how much do you think about it now?
0: Oh, it what's so funny about that one is like, this was, this was literally a summer for me because for Mm -hmm. this English class, they had a summer assignment. That was one of the things to get into Mm -hmm. it. So there was this giant book called mythology by Edith Hamilton and I you had to read all of it in the summer and then you had to write. I think it was like a 30 page paper about it, you know, and they gave you criteria, a rubric of how it was supposed to be followed and shit. And I just like it's just so funny. Like I read that entire book. I wrote a fucking 30 page paper. I remember <laughs> I was the first one to go and turn it into her. Nice. And then like I just don't remember anything from it <laughs> i do, i remember the names of gods but like i don't remember any of the stories mm-hmm. i i re- the only thing i remember about the odyssey is that there was a cyclops in there at one point <laughs> like for whatever reason i just didn't know oh, yeah, any of, of that some of
2: that's flooding back now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just since you said that i'm
0: like oh yeah yeah everybody <laughs> usually read the odyssey the odyssey mm-hmm. yeah i remember but reading that i remember in ap english though we had like a whole like thing about it yeah you know and they made you do that stupid summer paper but
2: i was such a cheater near the end of like high school (laughs) i i I think back like to like just because i'd started you know that's when i started to realize too a lot of the stuff i was learning i would never need again Mm -hmm. and i was like what is the point like i just need to pass the damn class so i can graduate and then i'll never think about this again Mm -hmm. so it was like for ap government i remember it was before school even started we had a summer assignment you had to like read this book I did it the last like night before school, (laughs) um, handed in, got a B, uh, (laughs) but all the time in that, that class specifically, just because I was like, you know, whether I know this history stuff or not, you know, doesn't matter. I just right. need to pass this damn class. And right. I needed an AP class to get my scholastic diploma. And due to a technicality, I didn't even get that in the end. So it didn't even matter. <laughs> so, But like, I just remember cheating all the time on this this stupid um, crap. Because you, you take in all this information. And they drill it in your head. And they make you think it's the most important thing in the world. And you stress over tests constantly. Mm-hmm. And then I never think about it ever again in my life. It's yeah. like, why even try at that point? That's where I got to in high school. <laughs> It was like, when it came to stuff like that, I was like, it's not going to, this isn't going to benefit me later on unless but, I want to be like a history major. So you just, you just
1: sparked something though that I did with one of my friends the other day from, uh, my friend from back in my hometown, we were just having phone calls. Cause I mean, I, like I call people all the time now mm-hmm. and have like hour long conversations <laughs> with people.
2: You're such an extrovert. <laughs>
1: um, But we got really bored and we started playing like the, over the phone, like the, are you smarter than a fifth grader? And I'm telling you a lot of those basic facts that you learn that you think you would never forget were like over my head. Like some (laughs) of it, I was like, oh my God, why can't I remember this? And it's some of the littlest things.
0: There were always (laughs) random things I remember during school too, that they would teach you that like. Like if you think that you're not going to use a certain equation from math ever in your life, wait until I tell you what I had to do like half of my semester in fifth grade (laughs) for I don't know why this was a thing. Maybe Mm. you had to do this, too. I can't remember. But in fifth grade, we spent half of the semester and I kid you not learning how to fly an airplane. Oh, yeah. Do you remember doing yeah, that?
2: Yeah, we did that, and you had to learn all the parts of it. All the parts? What? You had to learn how to fly? I you... almost think it was, like, their way. It was, like, a fun, supposed to be, like, a fun thing for us. I...
0: And it was just work. It was just stressful. <laughs> the, yeah. I don't, I'd never you, had to do that. Yeah, really? there yeah. There was even this school that you went to. And I, I remember this being so strange because it was, like, it was like a school in, like, a not-so-well-off neighborhood. And... It, they had these, this random building set up in the back, like it was on school property. It was part of a classroom and they had this entire like airplane simulator, like something you sat in that moved while you looked at the controls and the speedometers and shit huh. like that. And I do remember we spent half a semester learning to fly an airplane and I don't remember shit. Why Why airplane. did
2: we do that?
0: Yeah. I remember
2: we even went somewhere and we had to like That's sit in like this about. little, yeah, the, simulator, a, thing. About the yeah, simulator Yeah. 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 Why did we do that? <laughs> I had to, I remember Aunt Karen sitting on my floor with me in my room at one point going over the different parts of the plane. Yeah why did we do that? <laughs> That's what I have never like, thought about that until you've just brought that yeah, up. Yeah,
0: like, why, why, like, it was the same thing, like, until years after I was d- out Taylor, of high school. Taylor, you never had to
2: learn to fly a plane?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. No, That's I just I made paper ask, airplanes. Did you ever have to learn to do any weird shit like that in school? <laughs> Not yeah, that about, I'm remembering. Like, growing up in
2: South Carolina? Weird, yeah. right? <laughs> Um yeah Taylor's from South Carolina by the way we never mentioned that um she well, her that's where her and I met
0: Oh I didn't I didn't know you were actually
2: from no. there, right? Oh you're not? Where I was are you
1: born from? in upstate New York oh. but I was raised in South Carolina
2: I didn't know this I <laughs> used to live with her for like a year and I did not know that
0: Now mm-hmm. you know yeah I didn't know you I thought Like honestly Everybody that was involved In the, the pirate circus Down there I just automatically Assumed They're just like Out of state uh-huh. And then just like Moved there So I just assumed Everybody was from everywhere mm. So out of why I never like Thought about it But You like grew somebody. up In there. South Carolina Yeah
1: right? I mean I moved there I moved to Myrtle Beach When I was seven Yeah <laughs> So I mean I was raised there But so,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Yankee by blood Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how so how is it like because you grew up then on the east coast so mm-hmm. how does that differ from like being over here or have you not really been here long enough to really no
1: know? i mean i the first time i even came out west was like 2015 ish mm-hmm. um i had a family wedding out in california mm-hmm. i have like some distant relatives that live in california and like that was the first time that i visited and i instantly fell in love with the west coast like we it was me and my mom we came and we stayed for like a week just for the wedding and then after that week was over I mean it was summertime I didn't have any obligations and I was still young so I was like okay I want to stay longer like Mm -hmm. is it possible to just extend it for another week and she was like yeah sure so we just stayed for another week just to like explore and I just I fell in love it's so I don't know there's something about the west coast to me that's just so much nicer I mean don't get me wrong like I still love my hometown and I do miss growing up like 10 minutes away from the beach, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I definitely love the
0: West coast. Um, yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm a West coast. Fan. Yeah. And <laughs> I, mean, I don't
1: miss the humidity at all. That's know, one that's thing. Most people's thing. Everybody's yeah. like,
0: I don't miss the humidity. I've, I've never lived on the East coast, but from the couple of times I went there to visit this guy, like I, I never liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm being honest, like,
1: well, after I moved here to Vegas, um, I want to say I was here for about 6 months, maybe 5 months, mm-hmm. and I flew back home for one of my best friend's weddings, and the literally the second that I stepped out of the airport, I was like, oh, I can't breathe.
0: The <laughs> air is so
1: thick, my skin is so sticky, I'm melting, and it was only like 70 degrees there. Yeah.
0: I just I just <laughs> couldn't get over just like Like, I had no idea there were such strict policies on alcohol. Oh, yeah. That was something that I was totally oblivious to. So that was odd to me. Mm -hmm. And I also didn't realize how rural, like, the East Coast still is. Like from, from visiting in Georgia and driving through Georgia and same thing with South Carolina, Mm -hmm. like things are very far apart from each other still, Mm -hmm. you know, I was, I was expecting more just like what, you know, growing up in a, you know, a small uh, suburban town in, in Arizona called Mesa, you know, and I was just Mm -hmm. kind of expecting that with more humidity, right? you know, and then it's like, you have these little pockets of civilization and then it's like nothing. Mm-hmm. And another little pocket of civilization, but it'll all be Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll all be under the name, you know, the guise of whatever the city is. Yeah. You know, whereas like L.A. or Arizona, you'll have that same thing, but everything's compact mm-hmm. right next to each other and not spread out. Yeah. You know? I'll tell you
2: this too. I I freaking hated driving in South Carolina. The roads <laughs> just didn't make sense to me. There was no way to like easily uh, take a Los back road Angeles. anywhere. That's why I love it over here, like Nevada. You know, Nevada's um, not as good as Arizona about it, but they're still pretty good about like keeping a grid, and everything stays pretty well. Whoever designed the the street system in South Carolina, <laughs> like,
1: are you talking about like all of South Carolina or just Myrtle Beach? <laughs> um, well, I uh,
2: well like I lived in Myrtle Beach, so that's mainly the part I saw. But you yeah. know, everywhere I drove, like I I drove, you know, from South Carolina. To Florida at one point. I drove all the way through all the states between Arizona and South Mm -hmm. Carolina. You know, I've seen all the roads. None of them are much better. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know mean, why more places can't like try and at least stay on like a grid system, something easy at least. Yeah. But no, they create all these loops, and you can only get certain places by a highway, and you I don't know. Well, the, the problem. Very the, confusing. Well, I the reason like why
0: that happens <laughs> is because the newer states are the ones that adopted the grid system, because a lot of these states were founded before a city planning was a mm-hmm. thing. So especially on the East Coast, because you're talking about the original thirteen colonies now. <laughs> you know, so they all have shitty roads and everything. Because, like, one thing I didn't realize about Arizona, what I didn't realize we were so spoiled with, with living there, is Arizona, like, for years has had the reputation of having the best kept roads in the country. <laughs> but they are also the 50th state. Yeah. Or 49th, or the 49th state to be founded. They're, you know, they're one of the youngest 48th. states. Are they the 48th? We're state 48th. Okay. So the 48th state, there you go. But, uh, <laughs> but, but one of the youngest states though, you know, yeah. and, I, and I think Nevada's there also, mm-hmm. right? So, I, so these, these cities that have this like grid system, it's just uh, depending on how old they are. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I definitely, you know, living here in Vegas, I got used to the grid system. Um, but like with the streets, specifically Myrtle Beach, I mean, I think, I might be a little biased just because I grew up there. So right. like, I know, I mean, it took me when I first started learning how to drive, especially it took me a little while to like actually figure out, like kind of giving myself like that bird's eye view mm-hmm. of the city. Like, okay, I know where this is, this is, this is. And like, you have like two major avenues, which might, this might be bringing back memories for you, Thomas. <laughs> like you have like Kings highway and oh, then yeah. 17 bypass, but like it was confusing. Cause they were both, they ran parallel to each other. So you have the beach like way over here Mm -hmm. and then the Boulevard, which is kind of like the strip for Vegas, you know, but the Boulevard to the beach Mm -hmm. and then one block over was 17 like highway. You have two highway 17s, but like 17 business was King's highway. And then you had 17 bypass, which like would go all the way to like Charleston,
0: Uh, you know, and then in between
1: perpendicular to those, it would be all the avenues. So it would start from like, like, Eighth Avenue North, all the way up to like 89th or something, and then you'd have basically that same number system, but like south, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I feel
0: that it's because Los Angeles
2: was similar. Yeah, remember the numbers Mm -hmm. would get me all the time because they'd be going up and then all of a sudden they yeah be going down. I'm like, what is happening right (laughs) now?
1: And I think like (laughs) growing up, because I think like the South end from my knowledge is obviously every city has like their bad parts of the city and like the beginning parts of the South end were like the not so good parts. So, and I visually could like, you could like cross over and like tell like, okay, this isn't the area that I want to be in right. North.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: but I, also with growing up there, like I knew all the back roads mm-hmm. and how to get around nice yeah. and easy.
0: Oh <laughs> well, yeah. I'm sure once you're there. One, one thing that, <laughs> enough time. one thing that, one thing that, Really creeped me out about the South was <laughs> you guys have like, you guys like hide shit from the everybody. What? And let me explain. It. Let me explain. <laughs> it, okay. I need some
1: backstory so, here.
0: <laughs> Thomas and I, when we were driving back, so there was a time where I had to go, where I went to uh, South Carolina to visit Thomas to see his show, mm-hmm. and you guys all had to evacuate because of the hurricane. Right. So we drove down to Georgia to stay with one of Thomas's friends. And when we were driving back, there were still a lot of closures and such on the road. So at what point we were like, we were like looking at our GPS and be like, oh, there looks like a road that goes through this area here to the to this road that's not closed. Right. So we turned down this janky ass fucking hidden oh, in the yeah. jungle street. <laughs> and we're driving down it and the only reason why this is considered a road is because enough people have driven down it to create two fucking tracks where their tires were (laughs) And so we're driving through this forest and there's just trees and leaves just scraping up against the car on the side of it as we're driving through the rain and driving through the floods and then all of a sudden the forest opens up and there's tall grass and there's like an acre acre of land and smack dab in the middle of this acre of land is just this random ass giant fucking house house and it's just standing there no lights on no lights around it no road leading up to the front of it just a house in the middle of this giant pocket of grass and i remember driving past it and i go that's where cannibals live <laughs> i go that's where they fucking hang out this is literally how horror movies start we're like oh let's go down this road to get away from the hurricane oh man our car's stuck luckily there's a house down here that we can go see if we can get help at that before you know you're knocking on the door and you're soup and you're Mike. super.
1: <laughs> see, you see cannibals. <laughs> you see cannibals, and I see like wealthy people. <laughs>
0: <Just> like, <laughs> like, ooh, they got Is money. Really yeah. Is real? I don't see a difference. I, I think if you have, I believe money, a lot of rich like,
2: people eat people. Because,
0: like, feel I've like, noticed, well, you have like, the money, you're like, what do people taste like? Let's fucking find <laughs> out. Then you get that taste, and you're like, well, we can't let people know about this shit. Oh, my God. So gosh. let's build a mansion over here, tucked away <laughs> where nobody can fucking find us. <laughs> <laughs> but if they do, soup.
1: Because <laughs> I always saw, like, when you have, like, you go out in the bumfuck Egypt, like in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere, and you find, like, this huge, like, mansion,
0: mm-hmm. or, yeah. like, this
1: big old house with all this land. I'm like, they've got money. <laughs>
0: um, see, and I see those too, but at least when I but when I usually see those houses, there's like a driveway, mm-hmm. you know. There's like a road to get there, or like a driveway <laughs> that's like a Just mile something. long. Yeah, like this, like like what? Do they fly a helicopter into the fucking grass? Yeah. Like how well, are they that's, getting to this house? And that's
1: something I've even thought about too, people. Because I mean, when I when I lived in New York, my house that I had. Um, it was like up in like the mountains of Mm -hmm. like upstate New York where we were living. So like I had me and my family, we had to drive maybe like 20, 30 minutes to actually get into the city or like the town that we were living in. And our neighbors were like, maybe like a mile away from us. Mm -hmm. So it was just like our house. We didn't eat people. (laughs)
0: Um. (laughs) So you say, but you have to say that Taylor. I was also really young. So maybe you can't tell people you eat people,
2: especially not on camera with a mic hook. (laughs) That's true. Yeah.
0: Did
1: I just expose myself? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, um,
0: but yeah, like you, so
1: it's like country life, you Uh know, And I don't think I could ever live like that again. And seeing houses um, even in South Carolina, when you like drive down like the back roads and whatever, and you find houses that are just in the middle of nowhere, but they're really big, nice houses and you can tell they own a lot of land. I'm like the commute to like regular life and like just people and cities. That's so far. I was like, I could never, I mean, there's a certain beauty and a certain peace to that, but I was like, I don't think that's for me anymore.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, (laughs) if, if okay. you, I was just going to say, at the same time, if you have the money, though, to afford one of those places, you're mm. not doing your own shopping. There's no reason I mean, for you true. to go into regular life. <laughs>
2: I was just telling Adam, uh, last night we were watching Doctor Sleep, and we were looking at, like, one of those big... Sequel open- to The
0: Shining, for those who don't know. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like,
2: what is that? <laughs> but... Uh, Oh, anyway, uh, I was thinking about like, yeah, those big open spaces. I I told Adam, I go, I'm a city guy. I Mm -hmm. I need civilization around me. Like the only way I'm like going out there, like in the middle of nowhere is if I have enough to sustain me for like years, Mm -hmm. you know, otherwise I don't like being away from people. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I don't, I'm kind of an introvert. I like staying indoors, but I like being around people. I like, Mm -hmm. I like knowing that I have civilization. Uh, civilization around me. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) If I had the money, don't get me wrong, I would like to get, like, I would like to have a nice house, like, up in some random place as, like, a summer home Mm -hmm. or, like, a family vacation home to visit, but not to, like, live in. And then, like, real life for me would be,
2: Exactly. Yeah, like I don't like. I would like a vacation home. Yeah, yeah, but I couldn't live out there just by myself all the time. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That'd be so lonely. (laughs) Yeah. Quarantine. (laughs) Some people, some
2: people would love that. Like some people say all the time, they just love to be by themselves. Mm -hmm. It's like I think I would like it for a little bit, but then. You know, I just would want to go out. Even if I don't want to interact with people, I just want to be around people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, that that is something that this quarantine has taught me because I, um, I grew up very a, a very extroverted person. And just due to, you know, circumstance in my 20s, you know, I think I became very much a hermit, you know, mm-hmm. and very introverted, you know, which which wasn't like me at all. And if there's any, you know, but, but at the time, you know, going through that, you kind of just start going like, oh, well, maybe this is just me now, you know, people change. Maybe this Mm -hmm. is just, you know, what I do now, but it's very different now when i'm in this situation where you know not only did i move someplace you know fully wanting to go out there and socialize again but it's different now when the option has now been taken away from right you. Yeah. so it's not just you're not going out it's you couldn't even go out if you wanted to mm-hmm. and that has told me i'm like oh okay no i'm still extroverted you know <laughs> I, just, mm-hmm. I just had i just had like a moment there for a few years but fuck do i just want human interaction <laughs> right now you know yeah I mean, I mean, we were even talking before this podcast you know thomas even mentioned he goes it's gonna be nice having another person to talk to <laughs> you know for a change and i even told him too i was like i was even thinking about calling a friend of mine today from back home just to break up the monotony mm-hmm. you know it's just like but but there are people who are thriving in this right yeah, now yeah. I mean. you know,
1: but it is funny you know just even think about the concept of like the second that you're told not to do something or that you can't do something you want to yeah it makes you want to so much more Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like it's i don't know it's so funny
0: but i think but i think there's a lot of people who are in similar situations that i am you know people who might You know, maybe not as extreme, but, you know, like they might stay in and play video games for eight hours a day Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and be really into that kind of stuff. But now that they, you know, can't go out, I think a lot of people aren't even realizing how much they went out or how much they Mm -hmm. socialized with other people before they were told they couldn't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I, I thought I
2: stayed in a lot and then mm -hmm. we we had to stay and I realized just how much like I went out for like a drink with friends or, you know, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. hung out after work, stuff like that. It's like those little things you miss, yeah. yeah. So what well, it makes you, you... Don't
0: even realize. So these are people mm-hmm. who have been saying now, you know, as m- maybe a fad, you know, in some cases of how introverted they are, mm-hmm. and now all they want is fucking human interaction. Yeah. <laughs> so all the well, real introverts are going, ah, oh, finally our time. You know. <laughs> I yeah.
1: mean, it's definitely like this whole quarantine thing definitely is like a huge eye opener, mm-hmm. and like makes you realize the the little things, you know, mm-hmm. and it makes you like appreciate it when you had it yeah and then hopefully i mean who knows maybe m- once we all come out of this we'll be better people
2: <laughs> Well, the, i, I mean, was saying i was saying the same thing i go that's all that's the best we can hope for right is that we yeah. just become a little better a little more conscious a little and not, more like, not
1: take things for granted yeah, you know like exactly. the little things that's literally the little it's things a little better make a big difference yeah. like
0: well, it's what it's definitely done for me is this eye opener of like, Hey, shit like this can happen, you know, and, and sometimes and regardless if it's something as, um, um, I, I don't want to say not serious cause it is serious, but it could be worse than coronavirus. Right. Mm-hmm. And the fact that coronavirus could happen, you know, there could be something else that happens that makes this quarantine kind of bitch or something similar to it stretch on for longer Mm. so i know that the second i get out of this quarantine bit i'ma fucking be going out and hanging out with people all the time because i'm like who knows in the fall they could do this again (laughs) it's like get it in while while Mm -hmm. i can exactly
2: but I bet you anything, though, we start seeing more people wearing face masks. I keep saying yeah. that—that's the big Dr- thing I think is going to change during after the winters. All this yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that's more gonna people are going to start wearing face masks uh, regu- regularly.
0: It's going to become a style. Be, yeah. I was just going to say, <laughs> I think it's people are going to have their own designs. And, mm-hmm. Oh, you're, Gucci's going to have one that just says Gucci. Gold lettering. I would not be surprised
2: it. if they did. We were at In n Out the other day, and In n Out has their own. Yeah, with In n Out on it their
0: employees. Yeah, you are going
1: to start probably seeing like designer face exactly, masks yeah. that are going to be like a hundred dollars a pop or something mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and, and and it'll be the celebrities you know like come october billy eilish is going to be out wearing a fucking diamond gucci mm-hmm. face mask you know just, and I it's going to sell for eight hundred like, dollars <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that's that's what i seriously think is going to happen though but it's i mean it, it's funny though we you had mentioned, I hope that everybody's better coming out of this (laughs) and, you know, maybe if people aren't, but the world certainly is, Mm -hmm. you know what the, the whole dolphins in Venice again. And, uh, the
2: earth definitely got a chance to breathe. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think the earth like got to take just a breath was like, Oh, yes. Yeah. I
0: remember seeing a
1: meme about we were the virus for the earth.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. And oh, that coronavirus is true. just
0: the antibodies of the yeah. earth, like just taking care that's of its shit. That's never
2: been a secret. We've always been the virus. Yeah, They've that's been true. saying that forever in every movie. They mm-hmm. always say humans <laughs> are the actual virus. Do
1: you yeah. remember that movie, The Happening? Yeah. With Mark Wahlberg <laughs> with the and the trees? <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought about that too. I was like, oh, this is, this Yeah. Is, uh, is that it's like happens? the
1: earth is fighting back.
0: But fuck, there was a picture I saw um, from Dubai and somebody had taken a picture Mm -hmm. of the skyline from, they have the tallest building there. So I think it was a thing from the tallest building. Um, They weren't all the way up because then they'd be covered by clouds, but Mm -hmm. it was just far enough to where you could see the, the pollution. Like you were like level with the pollution in the air. So and there was a before and after picture of like last year and I think it was like October and it took a picture of outside and it was super Brown and hazy. And then they took a picture um, from just like last week and everything was clear as day. It was like, there huh? was never any pollution at all, you know? And those are the kind of things that people are going to start seeing now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, whether this is going to be enough to take active steps to creating a cleaner environment, Probably. If if anything,
2: we we've got to get just a little better. I I don't think we're gonna get worse. Yeah, we've got we've got to go at least a little the other direction.
0: That's fair.
1: I will say one other thing about this Corona quarantine situation going on. I have been a better cook. (laughs) It's like (laughs) totally forced me to just like stay home and actually try new recipes and cook and experiment. Because I mean. I can cook. I just don't like it.
0: (laughs) See, I've been (laughs) eating a lot better. I tried to do new recipes, and the first time we went grocery shopping, and I I had this like a couple recipes. One was for like an eggplant, something with eggplant, Mm -hmm. and something else was with zucchini. And like, so I tried getting, uh, rec- I tried to get the ingredients for the eggplant one and like a few of the ingredients were just one of those things that everybody was stockpiling mm-hmm. on. So I couldn't get that. So then I tried to go to the next recipe and same thing. There were a couple ingredients I couldn't get because yeah. that was something people stockpiled on. So I was just like, fuck it. Eggs and bacon and <laughs> sausage yeah. it is. Let's do this. Yeah,
1: Like I've <laughs> been like experimenting with just like little things or like baking stuff from scratch, you know, yeah. and just. But like, it still bothers me though because I don't like cooking. But <laughs> <laughs>
2: but good for you though, good for you for, yeah. for getting on that cooking Try. game. That's awesome. Like the little the little wins
0: during coronavirus, guys. Yeah, it's those little things. God, I just with cooking, it's like I I. I don't dislike cooking. It's just so time consuming. Yeah. I'm not hungry. I'm hungry now. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's my
1: issue too. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'll be hungry. And while I'm cooking, I'll snack on stuff. And then I'll like, won't be as hungry by the time I'm done cooking. Right. But then it's like, I just slaved away and made this meal. So I'm going to eat it anyway.
0: <laughs> mm,
1: and then I'm overfull.
0: <laughs> welcome to quarantine ladies and gentlemen alright well that brings us to an hour so I think we're going to go ahead and end the podcast here for today mm-hmm. but that was that was a solid podcast solid yeah. podcast everybody
2: And thanks for coming on Taylor we <laughs> hope uh, you join us again sometime yeah
0: this yeah, is fun this is thanks for fun. having me you guys yeah, thanks for coming on it's it's like I said, I think not only do we, but I think people, the 14 consistent listeners we have to this will also appreciate <laughs> having just Thomas and I on yeah. for this episode. So I'll switch it. <laughs> thank you so much for coming out. And thank you guys for listening today. Uh, just remember you can like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, you can... Follow us on literally every single social media platform you can think of. I'm mean, even on Twitter. I never use it because I <laughs> still don't fucking get it. Yeah, After I mean, all these I years, know. I still don't get it. I try. I really do. I just don't. So I'm not even going to try. So you know, <laughs> just everything except for Twitter. Adam hates Twitter. Um, yeah. Right. Twitter. Any final thoughts, Taylor? No. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just uh,
2: just be positive. Stay safe. Um, we're we're getting through
0: it. All right, there you go, guys, wise words. All right, goodbye. (laughs)